from the city market. It is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. If you enjoy Two Douchebags and Microphone, you'll definitely enjoy a shovel to the head. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Good morning, afternoon, evening, middle of the night, whatever it is, wherever you are. <laughs> Two douchebags. One microphone. I am Mark. And I'm Topher. We're so very happy you're listening. Yes, we are. We're super happy you're downloading all of our episodes repeatedly. Yes, yes. <laughs> and going to people's other computers and doing it. And, yes. And punching people in the face if they're not listening. Remember, all your work computers, you know, all the sport computers at school. There's go no there excuse. and download our podcast on MT. There's no excuse for you not to do this. Nope. We're chasing imaginary numbers and all the imaginary fun that brings. That's right. <laughs> it's the American way. <laughs> so, uh, Tober and I, on the way here, and yesterday and a couple of days now, have been seriously irritated with the NFL and their antics again. Oh, gosh. This is... The, the thing that I thought was impossible and would never happen has happened. The game became vapor. Yeah. It, it never so, happened. It doesn't exist. Let me put the yes. let me put uh, like this stunned. and see what you think. Okay. They never miss an opportunity to influence the game in some way. That's true. Is that correct? That's absolutely true. Now, they like to leave fingerprints all over everything. Now, what happened to Hamlin and all that? That couldn't be helped. It sucked. You know, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Glad he's going to be okay. Really glad, yeah. Yeah, really glad. And a lot of sympathy for him, and I'm glad his charity did so well. And yeah. I'm glad that he's on the road to recovery. Uh-huh. But the NFL did not have to handle it like they did. They did the absolute worst possible thing for the fans, but... Yeah, they, I, they ultimately influenced the game as much as they could. Yeah, yeah. It goes to show you that they really, they act like they... Love the superpowers, but really they want parity more than ever. Yeah, and then and then they pretend like they're a fair and balanced sporting event, but they're not. They're entertainment. Yeah. And they're allowed to do whatever they want, change the rules last second, yeah. and there is no legality involved. It's an entertainment industry, so we can't do anything about it. Yeah, well, like uh, Topher told you a while back. They changed the legal status of the NFL to entertainment. So this means they cannot be held liable for anything that could be just entertainment. Yep. Yep. They they don't air they don't owe you anything more fair and honest than like an episode of Yellowstone, which is scripted and directed and rehearsed, and everyone knows that. The NFL has all those abilities to fake and rehearse and script and manipulate, and they can do it legally because, again, they're entertainment. So what happened is, is Goodell and all the powers that be at the NFL, the owners, they went to their legal staff, and they said, here's what we want to do. And they said, oh, okay, well, here's how you do it. And guess what? They did it. Worst possible way. I mean, this, this, this just stunned me. That the, the idea of, I mean, okay, here's what I've started doing. I'm calling this the participation trophy playoffs. 
Yes. Because the Bills and the Bengals got a participation trophy for showing up to the game that they never played, never finished, and apparently never happened. So the Bengals and the Bills didn't get a loss, they didn't get a tie, they didn't get a forfeit, they got a participation trophy. Yes. And if it was just affecting them, fine. But it affects Baltimore. It affects the Chiefs, because now we can't host the AFC Championship at Arrowhead if the Bengals or the Bills are in it. Yes. Because one of them might have been the one seed. Yes. Yeah. It's it's the worst possible scenario. They could have easily let the NFC playoffs go on as scheduled and delay the AFC playoffs by one week and have the Bengals and the Bills finish that game. Here's the deal. Okay, so everybody got a bye week or not. It doesn't matter. You could have still had the other teams playing. Yep. You could have just beveled it like that. It would not have been a big deal. It wouldn't, no. And here's the other thing that's interesting to think about is – all of the bets that people placed on that game, none of them got paid. Mm-hmm. Not one. The bookies made out like bandits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm sure there are people who bet on the final what the final score of the game was. That yeah. bet didn't get paid. There are people who bet on who would make the final touchdown. That bet didn't get paid because yep. the game never happened. Yeah. So here's what I was trying to say, and I think I said it completely wrong. Yeah. The Bills and Cincinnati got their bye week. Yeah. And that was that partial game before. Yeah. So, you have the NFC, like Topa said, play that bye week. Yeah. And then when everything settled the following week, and then they play that bye week. Yeah. So, it's not just NFC. That AFC game is played the bye week or whatever for the rest of the AFC. Mm-hmm. They got their bye week the week before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just the way it is. They both decided not to play, and I think it was the right decision, yes. Yeah, absolutely. But they I both said they weren't going to play. The NFL did not make them not play. That, there, now, there's an excellent point. The NFL didn't cancel the suspend the game. They the coaches and the players did. The coaches, yes. and that was something that was trumpeted proudly on social media, that the players and the coaches stepped in, and they decided to end the game, not the league. Yes. Okay. Fine, that's great. I'm glad they did. However, they still get a loss or a forfeit because they did so. Yes. You know, great, you did the right thing. Okay, doing the right thing still has consequences. You don't get a free pass. Yeah. And, and that's what the NFL did, is they said, oh, free pass to everybody because they've all separated in that. If this happened with the Chiefs, I would expect them to do exactly what we're saying they would have, we sh- they should have done to Cincinnati and Buffalo. I would have been like, well, that's the only fair thing. That's the only way you're going to get a fair thing is that. I'm expecting, and... and I'm sure I'm going to be disappointed, but I would expect that from now on, any time a player has a serious injury on the field, call the game. Both teams march off into the locker room and they get a, they get a pass. Yes. The game gets skipped and they don't have to play it. I think the NFL. I think the teams should start doing that. Anytime it's, you know, like a player gets hit real bad and he has a concussion, like Tua when his fingers all curled up and shit, both teams should have started crying and then marched off the field and refused to play. They would have gotten a free pass in the week off. 
because the NFL has set that precedent well, now. Well, let's say the Chiefs are getting their ass whipped by the Bills or somebody. Mm-hmm. Someone could fall on the ground and start shaking. The ambulance come and get them. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, hang on, hang on. Uh, let's just cancel the game and make sure believe it never happened. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the, the precedent they've established now. Are we going to start doing that now for everybody? And how, how serious you know is the injury? Does it have to be before they get to just pretend the game never happened? A crappy coach. That isn't saying anything right now about it and keeping uh-huh. laying low. That's the one that's going to do. Yep. And and look, it would happen A this Bill season. Maybe? It happened this season when the Bengals player fell on the ground and pretended to be injured to avoid a penalty for illegal substitution. Yeah. So we already know that they have a long history in the NFL of faking injuries if it benefits the team. You know, a coach is going to do that. Not to mention going after the quarterback. Yep. yep. They are really bad about that. So. Well, that, there were three three great big benefits for the NFL in doing it the way they did, which is why I think they did it the way they did. Number one is it's a it's a, 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 a huge payoff for all the bookmakers, the sports books, the gam, the better, uh, the bookies, etc. They don't have to pay any of those bets. Now, if you're lucky. You'll get the money that you wagered back in the form of a credit towards more bets in the future. You will never get that cash back. They will no, never right. actually give you cash back no. in your hand. And that's wrong. That will never happen. If you have, let's say that's your first bet, and it isn't one of these ones where they give you freebies or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. And you were so inclined on that game. Mm-hmm. You knew or felt something so much. Uh-huh. And then when that game was over, you didn't feel the same way about anything else. You were uh-huh. just kind of like, nah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. But you were sure of that. Yeah. They're not going to just hand you your money back. Nope. They're going to go, well, go ahead and bet on something else. Now well, you're, something forced else. You're, forced, yeah, you're forced to continue mm-hmm. gambling. You're forced to continue gambling. And then... Those of the, those people who didn't gamble through a legal, legitimate booking service, they're never going to see any of their money again. Their bookie is just going to say, "Nah, I'm keeping it." No, you're Screw right. It's you. just gone. It's just yeah, gone. Just gone. Just gone. And that made a shit ton of money for the sports book. So, and then the, here's the second thing that benefited the NFL: they didn't have to spend any money changing games around, relocating games, rescheduling games, they could just skip that whole expensive nightmare by saying the game didn't happen. And third, they get a big feel-good PR thing from the fans. Oh, look how the NFL cares. They're canceling the game and wiping it out so those poor players don't have to suffer. Uh, Since when did the NFL ever give a shit about their players? That's not why they did it. Never. They did it because this worked out best financially for them. Well, here, let me put it like this. You know the only reason they care about their players? Their players are assisting to make them money. Yeah. They're kind of like the government. The only reason the government gives one ounce of shit about us, which they really don't, but yeah. because we produce for them. We're the livestock. Yeah, we're the livestock. Yeah. In the NFL, the players are the livestock. And they are the ranchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're yeah. like poking us around, saying, oh, you can go here. Oh, no, no, don't go there. You know. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. I think you know, for me, the NFL. I mean, they've already called bullshit on the NFL, so I don't yeah. know what else to do. Just put them. Want to put them in the I call bullshit Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think the NFL now stands for not fully legitimate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and think about it. They here. This is a step. I mean, this isn't where it ends. This is a step. 
yeah. the, the NFL can just magically make a game, game disappear, and it never happened, and it never has to happen. Yeah. So what's to stop them from you play the playoffs and say you wind up with, like, Detroit and Jacksonville in the Super Bowl? <laughs> the NFL could legally say, nah, we don't like that. We're substituting, yeah. say, Cowboys and Raiders because that's could. what we like. They can do it if they want. Like I said, it worked the other day. It's not a, a legitimate sport. Was, it's only, they're two seconds away from someone ripping off their name and going, he hates me. Yeah. And if you don't know that, look it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, in, in baseball, when there have been allegations or, of gambling, Cinco, was that the other one? Yeah, yeah, or fixing games, it's wound up in criminal court. Yeah. The NFL never does because they are not bound by the same laws. Baseball is a sport. Yeah. Boxing is a sport. Horse yeah. racing is a sport. Those all fall under rules and regulations NFL governing sports. It's, it's like WWE, it's like your dinner playhouse, it's like a show on TV. They're entertainment, they can play it out any way they want, and whatever expectations you have, well, that's on you. Because they never promised that, and they're not obligated. They don't have to give you a fair sporting event. They don't have to even play by the same rules day to day. They just don't have to. And if you don't like it, don't watch. But there's nothing legally anyone can do. <laughs> Let me put it like Lovely. this. As long as the league has people like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and, and, uh, and uh, let me think of some defensive stars, you know, as long as they have these big prolific stars, uh, yeah. the Tom Brady's, you know, yeah. they don't need to adhere to nothing. I, I think we should look into whether the NFC South was manipulated to make sure Brady got into the playoffs no matter what. He lived in with a losing record this year. Yeah. So what kind of sabotage was done to the rest of that division to make sure Brady got in again because that sells? Personally, I think that he looked at the division before he went over there. And he said, you know what, I, I can always get in the playoffs there. And then when you're in the playoffs, you got to find your chance. So maybe he didn't need a lot, much help, but I'm, I believe he got help this year well, to get in the, the playoffs. Well, the general game influence where yeah. you, like, you look at him wrong and they throw a flag. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things that actually is really big is, is you can't get near the guy without a flag being thrown. Uh-huh. So that is actually one of the deals that um, um, of one of his uh, keys to success. So I think a smart team would say, fine, we're not even going to blitz him. We'll rush two people, and exactly. we'll put nine people in coverage, and we'll pick them off. He's all not going to run on you. Uh huh. And if he runs on you, then he's fucking free bait. See, that's the smart play: is don't even bother to rush Tom Brady because if you touch him or breathe on him wrong, they're going to throw, throw a flag because yeah. yep. he's priceless cargo. Or you might something. as well plug the middle and fucking have your uh, yep. ends out there, and yep. that's it. Yeah. And, it's, of course, it seemed like the NFL made sure to get the Bills and the Bengals into the playoffs, made sure there's no way that they could fall down to too yeah, was, low of a seed and get run out. It was out. funny how they worded that, too. Uh, exactly, because, and also there's another aspect to it, too. I think there's potential lawsuits also. Civil know, suits, yeah. Civil suits, yeah. Yep. It wouldn't be like the Bengals beat uh, um, the NFL uh-huh. or the Bills beat the NFL. It would be like uh, one of their players, like that, let's say Burroughs or uh, what's that big defensive end they got? It will let him be those guys soon for loss of revenue and income. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah I do the players get paid for that game that never yeah, happened? But, yeah. 
Yeah, that's interesting. What I'm they got paid, but the game never happened. Oh, how do they oh, write those off on their books? Level. Okay, yeah, because they pay them weekly. Okay, I was they play a game, about, they get paid. Okay, okay, I was talking about the game that they. Okay, I I got what you're saying. Yeah, I was talking about like um, if they missed the playoffs because of that one game. Oh right, right. Okay, but you're talking about the game that was almost played. The way I understand the rules is this, because I forgot what it was. It's quite a few years back, but a game didn't get played like that. It was a scenario like this, but it wasn't someone getting hurt to where, you know, no one could play anymore. They're too shook up. You show up. You um, you go, you fly there. You show up. You're there yeah. to practice. You're there for all the press conferences. You get out there. You suit up, and the game ends. And it was like a really bad storm front. Yes. Um, there have been games that have been delayed a day or more they, because of weather. They had to cancel it because it was at the end of the season, but this was canceled because it was a meaningless game. It was a Monday yeah. night football game back when Monday night was the big deal, yeah. and, and there was no Sunday night. Yeah. So um, they, I, I'll have to look it up, and I'll do it later. I remember the game. It was the yeah. last one of the season. Yeah, and they and couldn't do it. They couldn't do it because some weather condition or the problem with the stadium. Oh, was it a blackout? I think it might have been a power fail, partial power failure in the stadium. That was it. It was a power flip yeah. failure. Yeah. And, and just they like, just said, eh, who cares? We're not even going to bother. I want to say it was in Baltimore when they were bad. Could have been. I think it was in Baltimore and they were bad and they had a partial power failure. Yeah. And ABC just said, cut it. No, you know, that's it. They went to regular, well, not regular programming, but different Alternate programming. programming, yeah. And then the next day, the NFL said... Um, not even going to make it yeah. up. And then I remember uh, um, reading up on it. If you show up and you're on that plane and you're there and it's a home game, you're there, mm-hmm. you do all the press conferences, you do everything you're supposed to do, you get paid because you're on the field when you're supposed to. That's Okay, that makes so sense. So it's like a show up for you. Yeah. So, so I'm pretty sure they got paid. If the rules are the same, yes. Yeah. Now that doesn't help all the uh, Cincinnati fans who bought tickets to that game, oh, and they're never going to get their money back either. Would you be pissed? Yeah. Yeah. They're never going to. They're never going to get. They will be. Maybe they'll get credit towards think, a future I think game. Joey Burrows giving free hugs. Though. Yeah. I heard that. I heard Chauncey like, Burrows. Chauncey Burrows yeah. giving free hugs. He'll pat you with his little fists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, think of all the people getting screwed over by this, but it works out great for the NFL, and that's as far as they care. That is really as far as they care. And it gives a happy, feel-good feeling to the casual fan. Oh, that's nice, but those in the Bengals didn't have to miss because the guy got hurt, and they're now included. That's sweet. Okay. Here's the way it's going to be? Fine. I'm not really interested in watching a football season where... The whole thing can be shaken up and turned around because we feel sorry for somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what this boils down to. We feel sorry for a certain group, therefore we're going to just throw all the rules and traditions and everything out the window. And I'm not even mad about that. It's because you know because they are allowed to do that. They can. What I'm mad about is how quickly they just decided they didn't care anymore. Yeah. And it's like this is quick and easy. Fuck everybody. It's what we're going to do. And that's the attitude that bugs me, is the NFL just feels like they can do anything and will lick their ass. I'm done. Yeah. I'm really kind of done. Yeah, so am I. i got a bad taste my yeah. I love the Chiefs, but man, I, it's just, you know, and also another thing, the Chiefs really got screwed, too. Yeah. They were going to set another record 
because I'm convinced that the Bills were going to lose. Yeah, so while they're I, I playing think, and the way Cincinnati's playing, I think the Bills are going to lose. And that would give the Chiefs, and, um, if they won their first game, which would probably been against, I don't know, Jacksonville or Miami or something, right? yeah, whoever point, is a survivor of that. Yeah. So they probably would have won that. This would have been, what, the fifth championship game in a row unprecedented uh-huh. yep. at Arrowhead Stadium. And now it can't happen. I'm sorry, Guffield. Guffield. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a Klingon sneeze or something. I'm just going to start calling it Guffield. Yeah. And, until they start sending us they start a sending check for using their the name. Yeah. That was That was another thing that bugged the shit out of me is when DeMar Hamlin was still lying on the field and the ambulance hadn't even left yet. Uh-huh. They were still referring to the field by the endorser's name. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like AccuSure Field here. and uh, They still had to use the sponsor's name in every Hamlin fucking thing. still laying flat on, on Invesco Field. But by God, they should, they, you know, he, they better get the sponsor's name in there every time they, they mention the field they or they're going to get their ass kicked. They are still CPR yeah. on Invesco Field. I'm just saying Invesco. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think it was AccuSure, AccuSign, something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. 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 So. But yeah, so they were using their FM radio voices trying to sound all concerned and, and yeah. hushed, and they're still He's working still the sponsor's name in there. While they're pumping <laughs> fake air into them. Yes. In a, a safe field yes. or whatever. Yeah. Acupuncture, my where, ass field. Or where you can enjoy, enjoy a refreshing Pepsi at the concession stand while you're waiting for Jamar Hamlin's conditioning for you. Jamar Hamlin, if he didn't get injured, he... board game and guess whose discharge kit comes. Two douche bags and a microphone action figures. Each action figure comes with three free mullets, a bag of flaming hot Cheetos and a box of antibiotics. Collect both and watch your neighbors move. Act now and get a free at home tank piercing kit. That's right free tank piercing, piercing kit. kit. New from Gisbro. And some of those Oscar Mayer hot dogs that oh, have been really sailed for only seventeen dollars hey, each. Hey, hey, Troy, do you ever have one slightly burnt on the ends <laughs> with a little bit of mustard and relish? What do you think, Troy? So yeah, that made me sick. Uh, In the midst of uh, pretending to give a shit about Damar Hamlin, they had to keep mentioning the sponsors' names every stick. Yeah, they did. Time. They stuck in a State Farm commercial. Yeah. 
that crazy Jake was up yeah, to Yeah, let's again. all giggle about Jake oh, from Jake. State Farm while the guy's dead on the field. Uh -huh. then, you know, Jake's going to end up getting murdered. You know why? Because he knows all these secrets on people. So he's going to be like, he knows, he knows uh, I, I do this. He's going to have to take that guy out, yeah. What's someone going to tell him, man? You know, I killed 30 people. <laughs> you know, they're just stragglers. Yeah, you know, I caught them by the side of the road. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there a Keanu Reeves movie like that, Johnny Mnemonic, where he had all those corporate secrets in his head and people trying to kill him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. He was an information courier, yeah, and they did it like kind that. of Matrix style, where they stuck a chip in your head. <laughs> so Jake from State Farm is going to be like, oh shit, I wish I didn't know those things about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to tell me. I, I just gave him a great price. Yeah. Oh. You know what I see next for the NFL? Here's my prediction. This is what's coming next for the NFL. Laugh tracks. <laughs> I can see it. The NFL is going to have a laugh track. Okay. Why yeah. wouldn't they? It's hey, as do, fake as hell anyway. Okay, okay. I'm, Joe, I'm Joe Buck. Okay, I'll be I'll be Troy Aikman. Or would you rather be Buck and me be Aikman? I can be Aikman. Okay. So, I just have to talk like my neck is made of concrete. And, and. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, Troy, uh, did you notice when we walked in here they have uh, some uh, bubble wrap? Yes, I, I, I noticed the, the Rydex brand uh, uh, bubble wrap, and uh, 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 I, I, I was, uh, it reminded me of uh, uh, Coach Landry. And, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, Troy, stop! <laughs> and that's when the audience, you get the laugh track swelling right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, of dead people. Uh -huh, <laughs> yes, recordings of dead people laughing. Yeah. So, no, I'm I'm serious, and and sh I think reality shows in general are going to start having laugh tracks. Yeah. Because people are already they're getting to the point they know it's fake and they don't care it's fake. Uh -huh. So why not have a laugh track along with you know your property brothers you know because it's it's phony anyway. Why not have a studio audience standing around and giggling and laughing on all their and then they'll come up outtakes. Some of them, these reality shows have outtakes. If you needed any more. <laughs> <laughs> evidence that people don't give a crap how fake they are. They actually they, they openly have outtakes of mm -hmm. reality shows. Like really, okay, <laughs> the blooper reel. Like well, this is the third take. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no one no one cares that it's fake anymore. Everyone knows that it's fake. It doesn't care that it's fake. So why not put a laugh okay, track? Okay, that's on kind it? of the way. Okay, that's what I took and, and filed it as. People don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, people that hear this, I think people who listen to this podcast are probably pretty real mm. and, and well thought of. And some of the stuff we come up with probably hits home. I think on most people that listen to this, it probably hits home a little bit. And they're yeah. kind of like, you know, yeah, but I think they'll still watch it. And, yeah, I think a lot of people are just happy that it's been handled quickly and easily and they don't have to think about it anymore because that hurt them. Hurts my brain. I have to think yeah, about it and figure yeah. shit out on my own. People want to be told what to do and how to do and all that, even oh, though they yes. insist that they're independent. It feels good to be do what you're told, doesn't yes, it? it does. Yeah, it feels really good to do what you're told. Yeah. There are so many people that just love that feeling. Yeah, yeah, they think it's great. I'm doing what but, I'm told. Well, why should I'm I saying He already told me how to think. Yeah, yeah. I listened to Fox News or CNN. They told me how to think. Although so it was they, just too much work, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why clutter my mind with stuff that matters? Yeah. When I have this Nintendo box here. I need to strap on Fuckerberg's 
headset and get into the metaverse. <laughs> The yeah. smellovers now they're so putting. I, so I cannot have uh, anything below the abdomen. Yeah, no leg. no leg. Yeah, they're they're starting to put uh, aroma cartridges into those VR headsets, and they can use combinations of those to recreate anything from toasted marshmallow to a pine forest. I told you to... my I told you my thought on that, and I think there's something to it. And I think someone did the research. Yeah. And I'm gonna look this up because uh, Topher kind of showed me a different way to look it up. Mm. Back in the 80s, every concert had a different smell. Yes. And uh, Topher remembers it, too. And this is like the big band. All these bands got huge mm-hmm. during the 80s, you know, whether it's ACDC or uh, Def Leppard, all the way over to, like, later on, Bon Jovi yeah. and, and the Motley Crue yeah. and the Guns N' Roses. Any band with a halfway decent budget and up. Yeah. Yeah. And, this, and this wasn't like, you know, everybody's B.O. or everyone's cigarette smell. No, no, no. It was a manufactured smell. Yes. Like I said, okay, back then, everybody and their fucking uh, dumb little brother uh, <laughs> wore the Car Noir yes. for a while. Oh, everything was drenched in it that was, shit. It wasn't like 10,000 sweaty men wearing your car. It wasn't like 20,000 uh, sweaty women Wearing, uh, Chanel 5 yeah, or Chanel white shoulders yeah, or, or something like that yeah. or white rain whatever yeah, yeah. or uh, Aquanet mixed with uh, <laughs> Chanel number no. 5 and fucking uh, Dracar Noir or Polo Crest or whatever like, baby yeah. powder scent comes in half the other stuff people yeah. have yeah, and, and the it's other, not bad. The weren't that elaborate back then either. It was mostly no. spray on, so that wasn't a factor either. You no, that all wasn't you know the, the smell. Guy didn't smell. That's all you need. Yeah, you know, you didn't smell anything really any excessive. So, okay, it was a manufactured smell that they put in there, and sometimes you'd see a little smoke coming out of behind stuff. Like yeah. It was like a big insect pot that, that blew into the crowd. And sometimes you think, oh, they're just like testing out the fog machine or something. Like, no, uh-huh. there was a distinct smell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I believe this, and I think uh, Topher does too, that what this is, it was like a mood enhancer. Yeah. So they'd be filming, and they'd be like, okay, we really need the crowd to be happy and not fighting. Mm-hmm. So we're going to throw this uh, um, orchids and, uh, and violet. Adam, and uh, throw in some pheromones the perfume industry uses all the time. Oh, pheromones is great, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. those act directly on your subconscious brain. You know, yeah. you don't have to think about it at all. Your body just reacts. I think that them throwing the aromas in there is in line with that, and that might have been where they got the idea from. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, hey, and let's trick them a little bit by throwing in some smells that enhances their mood, yeah. and they'll want to be on here more instead of people... Like being on it for ten minutes, going this sucks, and just throwing it. And it's it's uh, something that's been, uh, I guess, known for a while that uh, odor is the most powerful way to evoke memories. That will bring back memories faster than yes. a sound or a sight. That was a big study they did a few yeah. years back, and that is undeniably so, the best way to identify yeah. So if you're in the VR headset and a, a scent comes out that reminds you of a good memory, you're going to use the headset longer. And Maybe they get a memory from, I don't know, Pam cooking oil back uh-huh. then that your mom was using. Yeah. And let's say it doesn't work on... Half of the people. Yeah. The half of the people it did work on, or maybe Crisco or something, yeah. or maybe some sort of oil formed these, uh, if they even still have it, wood polish. 
and because you know, people used to polish their wood yeah. a lot. Now it's not so much, but they used to polish their wood. And we've already yeah, <laughs> polished their wood. He said polished wood. <laughs> and you know, we've already learned over and over that uh, experience can be tailored down to the individual. You know, ads can ads can be very specific on whatever dyes you're looking at. So the combination of smells that happen in your VR headset are designed specifically for you. And they find out everything they can about you and tailor it to be the best experience for you. You're not just getting what everyone else gets. It's cheap enough now they can tailor it to you. It's another. It's it's going to become another addiction. Um, and I think it's a big important step on where I think virtual reality is ultimately going, which is virtual porn. Yeah, because oh. they're also they're also trying to get you know that's the first thing touch I thought sensors. of when they started talking about it is yeah. oh, aromas aroma sensors and touch sensors. Mm -hmm. Now both of those are important for sex, so they're working on the way to make VR all porn all the time. Yes, <laughs> it's coming. Well, like you it's said coming. before, huh? I said coming. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. Okay, it's like you said before. Man finds a way to make everything work. Yeah. And that's, that's, look, what they're doing is they're throwing it out there and waiting for the man to make it important. Yep. And then they're going to go, well, we, this is what we had in mind. Yep. Well, why don't you stop? Well, no. No, you know, people are buying it. Yeah. But this isn't what we had in mind. I think every great way humans have come up to communicate. You know, spoken language is turned porn. You can talk porn. Yeah. Okay. Visual signals, you can act out for it. Okay. The written word. Yeah, there's there's written porn. Okay. Your recorded sound and music. Yeah, that goes that can be used as porn too. Okay. Recorded images. Oh yeah, that's porn all of it. So virtual reality, why wouldn't it go porn? Yeah. If there's money to be made, hell yeah, it's going porn. <laughs> and you know the weird thing is is on the one hand, humans are all, oh, human trafficking is wrong and sex slavery is wrong. But, but they all partake in it. But they all love the porn, don't they? Yep. And then jokes on TV about strippers and hookers are always funny and great, get a great big laugh. But that yeah. is human trafficking. You say, do you support, do you find human trafficking funny? And they say, no. Do you think a hooker joke is funny? Oh, yeah, that's funny as hell. Well, what is that? Mostly. I mean, uh -huh. it isn't all. You know, a lot of it's drug addicts, but a lot of it is human trafficking. It is. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of these drug addicts, they die. Mm -hmm. So then they need more. Yeah. So, yeah. But, and then, you know, the porn aspects of like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where people will make accounts for their little kids. And then those little kids turned out to be the most downloaded image among child porn sites. You know, the women don't think about that when they're posting their pictures of their famous celebrity baby or their new little adopted baby from another country or just your average woman who's trying to be an influencer and have her kid dressed in all the latest stuff. Pedophiles are watching. Pedophiles are jerking off to pictures of your child. It's like we're talking about, and we can go into this really quick because this is along the same lines. I was looking this up because I was curious. Mm. Estimated 20 million Facebook accounts that were abandoned were due to a person's death. Most of these accounts will go on forever, seemingly, because of rules that are in place to shut down uh, 
you know, someone's account that you don't have access to are so hard to do. So people give up on it. They start to go, oh, well, we got to get Jimmy's account. He just sits you know, there and lingers for yeah, decades. He, he was in that airplane crash, and he's no longer with us. Wow. So, and then what does everybody do? They post the funeral arrangements and what happened and where and all the relatives and all that. And these criminals get on there, and they get on that account that the yeah. dead person is. They have people over in India or wherever, yeah. and they look up this account. And they're like, okay, okay, look, here, here, look. Oh, we'll miss you forever. See you in heaven. Oh, uh -huh. oh Uncle Jimmy. God, I'm sure they have bots that look for that stuff everywhere. Yesterday. Uh, yeah. So they get on that. They hack that account. And who's there to stop them? Nobody. Who's there to say? Hey, and then they someone. follow that to other accounts and other accounts, yeah. shared passwords. And then they find Jimmy's cousin, who's in shock and going to the funeral. Well, Jimmy's cousin has a bunch of music calls written in his house, yeah. and they know this. Because he's, he's posting pictures gone, of it. <laughs> he's going to be gone for sure this Thursday from 2 to 7. Yeah. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to go wipe his house out. And then other people, too, his parents. You know, we're, you know, we're Jimmy. Whoever might be attending the funeral, yeah, they're going to go hit their houses. Yeah, that so, is that is a whole sub industry of uh, of the thieving profession is is targeting the bereaved. Yeah, the bereaved. You know, they're not thinking yeah. about anything like that at all, and yeah. they're really not worried about it either. You know, they're concentrating on their loss, and you know, and you know, they're in shock, and you know, I mean, it happens to me not too long ago, you know. Yeah. It, it sucks, and you don't think about anything except that at the time because it's such a shock, and you know, obviously yeah. you're grieving, you know. So, um, you know, it's an easy kill for people if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And one of the oldest scams I remember hearing about, and most, and it worked commonly, uh, would be to uh, a scammer would find an older couple where the man had died and the woman was still alive and then show up like maybe three or four days after the funeral with like a case of Bibles and say, oh, your husband ordered these and here they are and here's the cost. But oh, since they're Bibles... I do remember that. I don't know it who makes told it, me that or someone else. Uh, it wasn't me, I don't think. But since they're Bibles, they're, the woman is less likely to refuse them. And then she's and then of, she, she stuck, feels better to... Oh. Oh, I'm glad he was following because God. Because he ordered them for, yeah. But it's all bullshit. He never ordered them. It's just, let's take advantage of this woman. And, oh, that is, there's, uh -huh. uh, there's got to be a special place in hell for someone like that. Yeah. Wow. The fact that it's been going on for so many generations and there's so many varieties of these scams, it tells you how many people are doing it. Yeah. You know, you don't, it's unpleasant to think about, you know, bad people, scamming people, but you got to keep thinking about they're there because they're yeah. thinking about us. I guarantee you Absolutely. right now the scammers are thinking about well, us, so yeah. we, we better be thinking about them. That's how come I never put anything about family's death or close friend's yeah. death ever on Facebook. Yeah. And yeah. I have my lockdown, but people can still get here. Yeah. And I, I try not to put anything on about vacations until I get back. Yeah, me too. Because, you know, oops, empty house. Here we are 5,000 miles away, and we have, you know, we're here for another week. I mean, you're just telling him your house is I mean, empty. unless you have a house sitter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because that's... But even know. at that, I don't want my house sitter to have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're all alone and fuckers kicking the door. You're right. Yeah. I never thought about that. So. so. Yeah.
Anyway, it's just fun watching all the people who do post that. It's like, wow, you're going to get a surprise when you come home. <laughs> Damn it, I wonder, how did they know? How in the hell did they know? I don't know. It's like someone told them. Yeah, Gee, you did, you stupid ass. Isn't Facebook security perfect? Doesn't, doesn't it always work perfectly all the time? Yeah. Works just like They have my best to. interests at heart. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyhow, we went ahead and went into that. I was going to wait a little bit later for that, but you know what? It was a good time to go into it because yeah. exactly what we we're talking about. Yeah. Now, do we have some more NFL to go to? Oh, I think kind of. Uh, I think I kind of used up my NFL stuff for now. I did want to do this one question that I have here. Sure, that ties in. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll I've been thinking about NFL. that. Okay. Okay. My question, and I just threw this on uh, Topher just right now. Right before we started, my question of the day is, would you hire Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, no, I'm... So think about it. Okay, you got teams yeah. out there that are on the cusp. Mm -hmm. The Patriots almost made it. Uh, um, Seattle, I mean, is looking for a quarterback. They did make it, but yeah. they're probably not going to go far. Yeah. Um, let's see, who else is there? Um, that's kind of quarterbackless or doesn't really have a really great quarterback. Arizona is not sold Miami on Kyler not, Murray. Miami may be a good fit for uh, Aaron Rodgers. They, he has the weapons there. Yeah. Two, I, I do not think ah, the number one is yeah. the guy. And number, and number two, two, I don't think he's going to make it back. No, I don't either. Uh, I think there's going to be lingered. Yeah. So they, they've got a vacancy there, too. Aaron Rodgers obviously has some problems yeah. with Green Bay and how they do things. He had problems with him drafting Jordan Love and not telling him anything about it and, and kind of acting like this guy's going to replace him. Yeah. And, you know, he took a lot of offense to that. And he also took a lot of offense to them letting people go that he really needed and yeah. not really stockpiling the people and the weapons that he needed. On the flip side, Aaron Rodgers is kind of a weird cat anyway. He did that whole fake inoculating thing. Yeah. He takes weird drugs. He does odd rituals with well, fake doctors. He was lying to the NFL about his status. He yeah. said it was a misunderstanding or no. the way he worded. No. It was an in intentional deception on deception. his part. Deception, yeah, it was deception. Yeah, there's no way around that. And then he says anything different, he's a lying sack of shit. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty apparent to yeah. see that the way it was done, that he was meaning to deceive people yes. by what he said. He was trying to get away with something. Yes. And, and that's not someone who thinks he's right. That's someone who knows he's wrong. And then his sheer outrage about how they did everything. Yeah. I, I, I'll put it like this. <laughs> I don't see Mahomes, Allen, uh, uh, Burroughs, Burroughs, Herbert, Herbert Jackson. I don't see any of those guys doing that. Yeah. I think they're just they're trying to figure out ways to win with what they have. Yeah. Now, the thing is, if you're that great of a quarterback and people think you're that great and that good to work with, uh -huh. they're going to compile and knock at your door like they do Mahomes and Brady. And all that. Yeah. So, and Brady may have some weird spots and all that, but actually, yeah. you know, competitively, <laughs> people want to work with him. Yeah. If he's got something positive left to offer, yeah. then... Yeah, uh, for for Aaron Rodgers, I'm gonna say yes. I think that there's still some teams where he could fit in, and he wouldn't be a cancer okay. the way quarterbacks of old like you Jeff won't. George was a problem child, Michael Vick was a problem child, people like that. It's like yeah. Okay, let me rephrase the question just a little bit. Okay, you and I both. There, there's two general managers, okay? Mm -hmm. 
uh, for the Miami Dolphins. Tua's not coming back, or you just don't think he's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Next year's up in the air. Aaron Rodgers expressed an interest. Would you personally hire him? Yeah, I would. I would, too. I wouldn't replace Pat Mahomes with him. Patrick, no. I should say Patrick. He, Pat Mahomes is his father. Yeah, Patrick. Um, I wouldn't replace Mahomes with no. him. I wouldn't place, uh, replace Josh Allen but, with him. Yeah, as, if, if I were running the Dolphins and thought to was... I would replace was, was, Lamar Jackson with yeah, or Deshaun Watson. Or Deshaun Watson, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But, no, Actually, I, I wonder if Cleveland would be a good fit for Aaron Rodgers. Cold weather. Yes. But they just paid, they just paid fucking uh, Deshaun Watson all the time. I know, they can't afford I don't think Rogers. they can afford him. No. Otherwise, they'd be in a good position. Denver would be a great fit for them. But, but there they again, can, yeah. yeah. There again, you have it. So Denver's going to go for the coach because that is not under the salary cap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they can spend they whatever they want. Sean Payton. Payton, Payton, not McVay. Former uh, Saints coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's the one who got who didn't get Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot was that advertising or another show. I forgot or, what show it was. Yeah. But yeah. But now he gets now he's thinking about coming and coaching against him twice a year. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> well that surprised me because I think one of the reasons Tom Brady left because there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. He went to the NFL. Yeah. The NFC. Switching like conferences to avoid younger talent. They yeah. did that in the NBA. Yeah. They did in the NFL with Brady. Yeah. Like too many young studs over there. I'm getting the hell out because I can't compete. Well, at the time, there really wasn't anything much to offer in the NFC except a bunch of old um, old people that were just going away. I mean, you know, Drew Brees retired. Um, Peyton Manning retired. Um, so for a while there, he had his run. And I mean, and don't get me wrong, he had his run against the big boys, yeah. like Drew Brees, and, and he had his run against uh, um, Peyton Manning, and he won his share, yeah. if not more. Yeah. But he had a run there for a while when he was going against the Alex Smith and stuff like that. Yeah, the tough defenses, too. Yes, and tough defenses. So I've got to give him a lot of credit, but I think when things really started squeezing the AFC, he was like, you know what, I'm going to go somewhere where I can get in the playoffs all the time because in this fucking town, I don't know if I can. Because yeah. look at Patriots now, you know, they got all the contempt up there, all these other, you know. So anyhow, um, I would hire him too. Um, and the other thing is, is, how many years do you give him? Let's say he demands a four-year contract. That would probably be expected. And, you know, I would expect him to ask for four year, but I would expect him to only play three. And that he's using the fourth year as just a way to get more signing uh, bonus and okay, we're on guaranteed the same page. money. We're on the yeah, same page. I can okay. I could see that. Uh, there are some quarterbacks I wouldn't touch in a similar circumstance, but Aaron Rodgers, no, yeah. No. Oh, like Brady, I wouldn't I wouldn't hire Brady because he's in it for himself. He's made that very clear. Um, Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't touch. No, I think the liability on that guy is insane, and what they're going to get out of him may not be anything. Kyler Murray, I wouldn't touch because he's not serious. Kyler Murray, I think, was like an afterthought because this was the post-Mahomes era where they're searching for that guy. 
So they went down there to Texas Tech. It's like, oh, this guy, look, he's putting up numbers. Yeah. But they didn't realize what they were getting. Yeah, they thought he was a combo between Mahomes and Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson yeah. But turns out that he Baker was, Tiger. yeah, you know, excelled in college, couldn't make Another this sort of transition. So. I guarantee you something was said like this. Well, Mahomes didn't win either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more than just Mahomes, too. I mean, you've got Eric no. the Enemy, oh, you've I got know. the head uh, yeah. general manager, you got Andy Reid. So. Yeah, you got the perfect storm yeah. of great minds all together. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget Nagy, Matt Nagy. The return of the small game. Mm-hmm. Matt Nagy is uh, doing more. I mean, I do believe a lot of this is Nagy because some of these yeah. plays that you see or plays that you did see with Alex Smith because he didn't have the arm moments. Yeah, yeah, and and, uh, and mixing in the guy. stuff where you don't. Yeah, you don't have to get seven to twelve yards every play. You know, Mahomes get is three to four is great. He's a much better quarterback when he realized that he didn't have to boom every one of them. Yeah. And another thing is, is that game against the Raiders a few days ago mm-hmm. could have easily been like 47 to yeah. 13 because there were so many that they just barely missed on yeah. that they could have had. And from about mid-fourth quarter on, the Chiefs were... Uh, they weren't trying. Man. No, they were letting him eat up clock. Yeah, they're just in order like, to go down the field. They were doing the proverbial prevent. Yeah, they're just like let them have the middle. Yeah, when, when they get to the twenties, we'll slow it way down. Yeah, it, you know, let them burn up. It's what they call garbage time touchdowns. Garbage time touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, that that extra seven. So really, yeah. all they really got from us was six points. Mm-hmm. And their goal line stance that was funny. But anyway. uh, so okay, we're both on the same page. With that. Yeah, that's it. interesting I wanted to think about, I wanted to talk about, and I'm going to make all of you think about, because I'm going to say it. Yes. Um, interesting how that works. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is an observation I made, just, just not being able to tune out daily commercials, but I was looking at all the ads for fast food places, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, let's see, what else can we make? All the ones with red in their logos or in their design somewhere, because red is an appetite stimulant. So you're never going to have a fast food place whose colors are blue, green, and yellow, because that looks like rotting food. So I was looking at their meals, and I noticed that there is a holy trinity in fast food. It is something fried. Okay. Something dairy, like cheese or a cream sauce, mm-hmm. and then something loaded with sugar. Every one of their 
meals ready to go. Has, I got an uh, observation already. Yeah. People that you know, are lactose intolerant can have sugar. Yeah. They can have the loaded full of fat burger. Uh-huh. So they have one of every group that won't affect a certain type of people. Uh-huh. And it gives you all the good mouth feelings at once. Yes. The fried, the sweet, and then the, the sticky dairy, cheese, creamy sauce, whatever. You see, it's quite brilliant if you think about mm-hmm. it. Well, someone goes, well, well, what if someone can't have a shake? Like, you can't have a regular shake. No. Now, you get those uh, dairy-free dilly bars, which are fucking excellent. Yeah. <laughs> now, those things are, they're this... They taste just as good as a regular. Yeah. As a matter of fact, those are the only ones I get now because there are less, a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have any. Yeah. But like a typical meal, it's, you know, a burger yeah. with cheese on it, fries, yeah. and then a soda. So there, you know, now, soda has all the sugar. Can, have the ha- can you have the hamburger I can, Yeah, I can have the burger okay, without the, the cheese. Bun? Yeah, the bun's generally fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you see, you can't have the middle, but you can have the other two. You can uh-huh. have the sugary thing. And you can have the fried or whatever or the burger. Yeah. So I think they're looking at it like this. Now there's the diabetics can have the sugar. So yeah. you got the fried, and then you have the dairy. And they can order a diet soda. Bingo. Yeah. Yes. So I think they have, like you said, the Trinity. Mm-hmm. They have it covered. Yeah. And also the Trinity all sounds great too, doesn't it? Yeah, it all sounds great, tastes great. It's it, but it's three of the worst things for you. Well, yeah. You know, loaded with sugar, loaded with fat. And fried, you know, your heart says thanks. <laughs> no, and thanks for trying to too. kill me. <laughs> fried is so easy to fucking cook up. Yeah. Any fucking mouth breather could like throw a, a fried cauliflower in a basket. Yep. Uh, let's see. Okay, five minutes. Okay. Me, me, me. Fucking throw it out in the pan. Yeah. Shovel it up and throw it in a box. Yeah. You're done. Now, a lot of places have, have started to... You know, it's not like cooking lobster where you got well, to constantly true. watch it and observe it. It can be overcooked, it can be undercooked, but yeah, yeah, it's super easy to fry something, pour cheese on it, and then shove a sugary drink with it. So there's there's the abbreviation, you know, they'll, they'll make the, the something fried and the something cheesy the same thing. Yeah. They'll fry yes. you some cheese and then put ice cream on top. <laughs> just like I, I cannot remember the uh, the comedian. This is quite a while ago, but he goes, yeah. You go over to Africa where they're starving, and you try to explain American meals. And like, <laughs> yeah. well, what's this? Oh, the appetizer. That's the meal before the meal. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's the meal to get you in the mood to eat more. <laughs> oh, uh, what, what's this? Oh, uh, that's the salad. Meal before the meal. Yes, this okay. is the only part that's actually yeah. nutritional. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's what's this in a basket? Oh, that's the bread with tons okay. of butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they bring you more. Where's the where's the food that you're actually coming here to eat? Oh, that's coming up in a minute. Yeah. Then the food gets there. It's like, wow. Okay, what is that? Five different items on there. Uh. Yeah. Okay. And all of a sudden, okay, well, surely that's it. Well, what's this? Oh, that's a dessert. Yes. This is a meal after the meal, after the bread, after the appetizer, after the... Yes. And, oh, by the way, we're going to throw half of this away. Yes. And the kitchen's going to throw out 300 pounds of it at the end of the night. And then we'll have an eating contest in front of your starving children. No wonder people hate America. No, I know. That that and uh, dealing with people a little bit more than I used to. Yeah. Awful demanding and awful bitches. Yeah. 
Yeah, some people, uh, just because they've had a bad day, mm. means they have automatically have to make it your problem. I, I think it's a combination of, number one, the idea of common courtesy doesn't occur to them. And two... Nothing exists in their world except for them, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And once they get once they get the idea in their head that they don't need to be courteous to anybody, yeah. then it's super easy to be just totally nasty and picky about everything exactly. that bugs yeah. you. Yeah, it's like I can do because everything. I want. Yeah, if I don't have to worry about being courteous or kind to anybody, then everything's about me now. So I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> yeah, there's and it's not that people are entitled or or you know this the on demand society. It's lack of common courtesy. Empathy, you know? Yeah. No, it is. No, it is, man. And, uh, uh, I mean, that's another reason that, like, we, we, in my opinion, you know, we go to these other countries and trample their land and demand this and demand that, and they're like, fuck you. Yeah. It's like, we don't even want you over here. It's the government that wants you over here. Exactly. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like in Japan, a lot of places say, but no Americans, and they don't care. Yeah. They're like, no, you know, we're not dealing with you. Yeah, and it's funny. People think, well, it's the law over here. It should be the law over there. Because over here, you can't say, you know, no Mexicans. It shut you down in a heartbeat. Over there, they don't give a shit. But other countries don't have to obey American laws. And in fact, other countries are repulsed by American laws. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then we got our heads up our ass. Well, let's face it. In some cases, they do. Yeah. They can look at it and see where we change laws just to suit whoever. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of laws are bought and paid for and come into existence and get on the books without us even knowing until something blows up. And they're like, oh, well, look, see, this is legal. And we're like, who the hell voted for that? You know, they died 75 years ago. So and then you realize that they've been getting away with this shit for 75 years under our noses. <laughs> It's a system, folks. It's a system. If you think it's not, yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> so, so, anyway, I started with what? Who, oh, the Holy Trinity of fast food. Yeah, okay. Well, here I got one. I've got All a right. new segment. That, and and I, I threw this on you at the last minute. So, I mean, next time if you want to do this, you can. But this is something I'd like to start. It's called You've Crossed the Line. Yeah. And what it means is like uh, different companies or whatever that have crossed the line. Yeah. It's like they, they did something that just cannot be uh, excused. excused or repaired. Yeah. It's like, no, that's it. We yeah. don't want to hear from you again for a while. Go sit in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay with some stuff that we may not agree with, but you know maybe you do. But some things it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't that shouldn't be right with anybody. And, and this is courtesy of my good buddy Sandor that I used to work with. Yeah. At at Fucknut uh, Fuck Nut on the Blue River. Yeah. Uh, the, those pussies, those douchebags, those not the good kinds. Yeah, yeah, yep. People that run it, to the people that own it, all a bunch of dickheads. So anyhow, that being said. Okay. You know who crossed the line? Who crossed the line this time? White Castle crossed the line. Ooh. Yeah. What'd they do this time? I, I uh, get this text from uh, Sandor. Chicken sliders. Oh, that's what just the, wrong. What the fuck? Chicken sliders. You take the great American majestic hamburger chain, sweet grease pellets from heaven, and besmudge the delicious goodness of a belly bomber with fucking chicken. Sacrilege. Oh, it's horrible. Whoever done this needs to apologize and leave the earth. Just say, I'm sorry, I should have never thought of this. I'm going to leave. 
you know, just the name Chicken Slider makes it sound undercooked, doesn't it? <laughs> Ew. It's like, what? I'm going to throw this on the watch. Look at it slide. <laughs> oh my, what's next? Tofu sliders? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, when I was in Nashville, for the, the hotel that I stay in, uh, uh, this is for work a couple of years ago, from Fuck Nut and Fuck Nut. Yes. Uh, okay. And, and not the uh, not the good not, fuck, not nuts fuck nuts and recorder. recorder. Yeah. No, no. Uh, we like them even though they're afraid of us. Yeah. Hey, you're hey, talking about dumbass and dumbass more. Yeah, yeah. Talking about them. When I was working for them, there was a White Castle right next door. Mm-hmm. So naturally, I spent a lot of time over there. So. Uh, Anyhow, home away from home. They had an impossible burger slider. Uh, so along the lines of tofu, and I'm sitting there looking at awful. it. I'm sitting there watching them. They can hardly flip it because the texture was so fucked. You see the look on the grill guy's face. He's like, oh, people are ordering this. You fucking idiots! And they're like <laughs> scraping it, and sticking to the grill, and they're flipping it over, all pissed off. Yeah. Now, I still don't get it. If vegans think eating meat is so wrong and so bad, why do they want to pretend like they're doing it? Yeah, yeah. Why do they want to pretend like they're doing it? Why are they stealing the living creature they're trying to save food? Yeah. So they're saying starving to death is better than uh, what's going on? Yeah. They're They're just going to let them run around and try to eat each other because they're starving to death? You pretty little woodland creature. I'm not going to eat you, but I'm going to eat all your food so you'll jump into the highway and get squished by a truck. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, exactly. So, I I mean, none of this is thought of. All this is impulse. Well, I think that's a great idea, so I'm going to do it too. And they don't research it. They don't look into it. They just want to act like they're one of the people on board. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. man, yeah, I was doing this forever. Yeah, it, uh, I'll give a Troy Aikman answer. Oh, yeah, 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 that's the thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I was the already thing. there. Uh, I, I, I agree with 100%. Yeah, you're right, Joe. I, I don't agree with having multiple wives to one husband, but so I don't go out and pretend like I'm doing it because I think it's wrong and it's and Cindy would whip your ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why do vegans? Oh, eating meat is and wrong, but let me go get this too, fake so. steak. Yeah. I have this fake fake blood and rub it all over my oh, face. Look at that! It's red and everything. Mm, look, it's medium rare plant mush. Mm. These must be very conflicted <laughs> vegans. And and the uh, and the number two red dye is made out of dead beetles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably not anymore, but let's just pretend. <laughs> this is just so, nuts. This is a fast food chain in America, born in Wichita, Kansas, in 1921. Yeah. Time Magazine declared the slider as the best burger of all time. Mm-hmm. Billy Ingram, the White Castle creator, is rolling over in his grave right now oh, because God, they have chicken God. fucking sliders. Chicken sliders. Corporate White Castle, you cross the line. Take your chicken sliders and shove them up your corporate ass. <laughs> Go home, White Castle. You're drunk. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, White Castle. You let me down. Stay tuned for story time with Mark. This is a fucking doozy. Oh, man. It's stupid stories with Mark. I can smell this bullshit from here. Ew. brand new feature. Strange insults from an alien. May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks. And we're back. All right. We never went anywhere, actually. 
No. Uh, uh, Topher was kind enough to go get me a uh, hot chocolate. And are you are you having a coffee or a tea? Yeah, I, I looked over there. Drip coffees. This is called Mexican Oaxaca. Oh, it's good. I've had it before. You're talking about the pump ones right there in the front. Mm, right? Yeah, it's really good. It is. They good. change them up. They don't. I mean, this is City Market Coffee uh, in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, the Filthy Bean, Rick, we love you. And uh, anyhow, we we uh, this this. Right now, I mean, the Filthy Bean's doing well, and mm-hmm. his internet is still still picked up, so we're still doing stuff with the Filthy Bean. But we can support more than one coffee shop. Yes. So, um, <laughs> anyhow, we are going to go down to the Filthy Bean again coming up. Um, he He's actually going to uh, make sure that we get there. Yeah. I, so. I think my next trip to Nashville, my wife's going to make me leave my credit cards behind because the Gibson garage is in Nashville, and they have everything Gibson. Epiphone, Mesa well, Boogie, uh, and what else? KRK, which is mm-hmm. the studio monitor line, and then there's something else under well, Kramer. Uh, Kramer. Rick is going to either come pick us up or have someone come pick yeah. us up, and we're gonna uh, we're going to podcast live from our booth. Yes. We did not move it. We, we have our own booth suite. There. I know. Get a good view from that booth. It. Yeah. No, he he said that it's going to be our booth, and there's eventually going to be a plaque on it. Nice. But he said there'll be a plaque on it, but not right now. So he didn't specify exactly when, but there will be a plaque. Okay. So anyhow, as Ford mentioned, story time with Mark. I've been uh, I've been anticipating this. Mark hasn't leaked me any details yet, so I'm well, going to hear it while just, you hear it. I, I actually I wrote it up a couple of nights ago because a buddy of mine texted me. Well, actually, he messaged me on Facebook. Uh-huh. And anyhow, thank you, Trav. I used to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, a little. Uh, I'll try to fill backfill the story a little bit, okay? Okay. Um, you know, out of trade school, I had a job where, you know, a, a sheet metal job, and uh-huh. I went there for a number of years. Well, then they moved out to uh, get out of the union, basically. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of caught with my pants down. I was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do now? Not Before the first I, time that's happened to you. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I had to interrupt. Sorry. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Just another detail. <laughs> so... So, uh, anyhow, I had to come up with something fast because I had a mortgage and, you know, and a car payment and all this. Yeah, real world doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. So I had to take this kind of lesser job until, huh. and then I went into a more specialized field with some more training and all that. Yeah. And I was okay. But Sounds. it was kind of like a, oh, shit, because, you know, the unions go, oh, they're not going to move. And, <laughs> Oops. You, you don't ratify this contract. Don't fucking worry about it. We got it under control. Guess what? They moved. Yeah. So, anyhow, there I was without a job. So I had to take a place at the... Uh, we were basically um, not car parts, but small parts. Small sheet metal parts is what we're looking okay. for. Okay, yeah. Okay, and Bill was his press break, press break operator there. Mm-hmm. And he was a nice guy. I liked the guy a lot. And uh, he was a Vietnam vet. And uh, his son was in Iraq or Iran or something. Uh, Afghanistan, I, I don't know, one of those. Yeah. If someone's over there somewhere, and uh, I'd always help them with care packages and say, hey, oh, man, yeah. you know, you know, here's some uh, whatever, you know, here's some zingers, here, send them some raspberry, raspberry zingers, because I know they have great weed over there, and they don't. <laughs> and then, then he looks at me funny and goes, Mark, I was in Nam. I know this. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't think of those places. They uh, even Africa's got some kick-ass yeah, weed. I was just fucking with him. He was like, "How's it numb? There's nothing you're gonna do to shock me." Yes. So anyhow, 
back in 2006, I had a Nokia smartphone. Remember those? Oh, I remember those. They're very yeah, they popular. they were really hard to read and very small screens. Yes. And it was a very primitive, but it had a Bluetooth feature on it. Oh, and at the time. I didn't know what Bluetooth was at the time. Yeah, I know. That's I such like, a weird term. What is Bluetooth? Well, I, you know, why so, do I want my teeth to be blue? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, my teeth are white. I don't want them blue. Maybe a little yellow every now and then I have a cigar, but I mean, blue are blue. So I had very limited data on it, and, and internet radio ate it up really quickly. So I was rarely on. There's some sports stations that were internet only that I really liked because yeah. they they really went into stuff because they weren't covered by anybody. They didn't have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, taking Maybe, advantage of the, the yeah, new platform. They, they might have either had no sponsors or small sponsors, you know, like us. They could say whatever they wanted and they could cuss. Yeah, baby. Every, every now and then, you know, I owed Verizon a 20 spot for my evils that month. And I'm getting to my evils. <laughs> okay. So, Bill was press rate operator at a steel fabrication plant I worked at. Bill used to park next to me under the shade tree on the south side of the parking lot. Bill bought a brand new Chrysler minivan and it was parked next to me. When suddenly I get this prompt asking me if I would like to connect to the Chrysler minivan on my Nokia phone. Oh. So I'm like, hmm. and Trav, thank you. Wow. He remembered all of this because he, he said he still thinks about that and just fucking dies laughing. And this might have been one of my greatest pranks ever. I just forgot all about it. So I went in and connected because I knew it had to be from his van. It was a brand new van. And there was my brand new smartphone in quotations, my Nokia smartphone. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hmm. So, uh, okay. So I I was on MySpace or some shit real quick, right? I forgot. Mm-hmm. I think it was MySpace. Oh, yeah. And they had bands and stuff in there. So I was, and there's some sort of music or shit. And if I remember correctly, I heard the music playing through his band when I connected. <laughs> and I, was like, I really was not familiar with Bluetooth yet. You know, this caught me by surprise. Wow, so his I'm, fault for not securing his. Uh... This is one of the very first mini. Well, he didn't know what it was like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he, he had probably no just idea. turned it on when they left the showroom. Well, I figured out what Bluetooth was really quickly. Yeah. yeah so. And then later on, they you know evolved into the earpieces and all that, or maybe mm-hmm. the earpieces were first. I don't know. But his model was one of the very first Chrysler minivan models that offered a Bluetooth. They were like one of the very ones, the very first ones yeah. ever offered, and it was, I think it's for like soccer models. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the minivan Bluetooth would ride over the radio when in use. They had no feature to stop it. So if you had radio going and it was connected, mm-hmm. you get a phone call or nothing. It didn't matter. It would just play. It would. It would take. It would take priority. president over. Yeah. yeah. So he would be sitting there, listening to radio, and all of a sudden something else would come on. <laughs> so, so I sit next to Bill when I remember this polka station I found on the internet the night before on my desktop. <laughs> So I decided to terrorize Bill with said polka internet radio station. <laughs> I waited for the prompt and I connected to the van and then sweet, disgusting polka music filled the air. Oh, God. Bill eventually turned his car <laughs> off until it was too hot. <laughs> then he'd be forced to keep his van on and be terrorized by said polka music. 
That's awesome. Even if the radio is off, it would take control. It drove me nuts. That's so good. Oh. This isn't it. My evil does not stop there. Oh, but wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, Vince from ShamWow, but wait, there's more. What's his name from Flex Seal? Oh, yeah, yeah, what's his ass? <coughs> but wait. Oh, my God. So, uh, okay, so uh, anyhow, one day I had to come to work lately. I had some appointments in the morning, doctor appointments, some other stuff. Yeah. You know, so I was late, so I had to park in the parking lot across the street. So, um, anyhow, I'm over there, and uh, I, I was bummed because, you know, one, no shade tree. Two, I didn't think I could connect to uh, to uh, Bill's uh, minivan that far away. Well, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, bink, I get a prompt to connect to her. And I'm across the road in the auxiliary parking lot because the night shift already showed up. That's a nice so, range there. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good range. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. For that primitive of a Bluetooth, that primitive of a phone, it had a great range. Damn, I walked from the front room to the kitchen and my no, Bluetooth is starting to crap out. Yeah, it pisses me off because I know they can do better. <laughs> they did better back then. How come I walk around the corner and mine goes out? Maybe because it's outside? I'll have to try outside. I'll well, put I my... think the microwave has something to do with it. Because I turned yeah. on the microwave before and it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like the way you did so, that. <laughs> Denied. Fuck you. Yeah. Eat, eat a bowl of shit, Loops. So, I, I started up with a poke again, and then, you know, I roll all my windows down, and I just kept, you know, the key turn, and it's playing. And I walk over there to Bill to make sure it was playing. And I'm like, hey, Bill, what's up? He goes, just damn fucking poke. <laughs> That's genius, because you're standing there with yes. obviously having nothing to do with it while it's... Nothing! <laughs> and I'm like, man, I go, that's crazy. I go, I go, you know, on the way down there, I heard something on the radio, there was a defect. <laughs> there's a recall. Yeah, there's a recall. Perfect. I, I made this... up this bullshit about how it's like playing internet radio stations and they can't stop it. This... This rises to the level of when you told people that guy had, had MTV tickets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, and I can't believe I didn't remember this. Like I said, Trav, thank you. I yeah, appreciate the yeah. message the other night, even though you woke me up. But thank you. <laughs> so I informed Bill that I saw in the news that the van was under recall, but it had to get bad enough that the music would keep up even while driving. Because he was used to it driving, right? Yeah. And then it would stop because he'd get out of my range. Now, I knew I could be a certain amount of back behind him. Mm -hmm. So, Bill was perplexed, so that evening I would follow Bill home. It wasn't that big a deal because he lived two blocks away from me. So, I was always behind him on the way home. We took the same way home. I got the job because of him. He's the one that, like, told me. He said, hey, man, you know, here's just a place to work. Uh -huh. I ended up terrorizing him. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, I'm back behind him. And <laughs> anyhow, uh, I, I, you know, I followed him home the next mm -hmm. like three or four days. And then finally, one day, Bill comes in a few days later with his wife Saturn. He took his van into the dealer for them to check it. <laughs> he was so pissed. He thought they were lying to him because they didn't want to fix it. <laughs> 
This kept up for a couple of months. Bill pissed the deal off so bad that they threatened a restraining order against him if he called or came by. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, no. He swore up and down. He goes, this fucking shit, I know there's a recall. And they kept telling him there was no recall, sir. Every time we're in there, he doesn't play poker. They must have thought he was insane or like a, 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 oh a senile or fucking Alzheimer's or something. Uh-huh. But he went in there so many times that they actually threatened him. He told them. <laughs> This just gets better. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anyhow. Uh, so, anyhow, three months later, after Clutch and Barrage said polka, I uh, I was out on the night shift, and um, the evil trick had come to an end because Bill had bought another vehicle and traded that one. <laughs> you made him sell his I car? I made him sell his fucking car. And I would, I would, I'm not afraid of Bill knowing this now, because he's no longer with us. Oh, you're safe from Bill. I'm safe from Bill. I don't know about like his, I don't know his cousin or something. My listen, but I'm safe from Bill. Wow. And the reason I know I'm safe from Bill is because Trev told me Bill had passed away. That was genius. I know. That was amazing. Yeah. So that might, that might possibly want to. Been one of my best tricks ever. I don't know. But, <laughs> anyhow, I wished I just had some pictures of him, of the look on his face when the Polk is going. And uh, <laughs> he said he had dreams about fucking Polk. <laughs> I still remember the name of the station. It was called K-Polk. K-Polk. Let me see if they're still around. Hang on. I have some uh, some questions of, of uh, it's kind of like you know does this make sense or why is this or someone explain this to me things that are just I don't quite get I'm gonna let you look up K Polk I, I am but one of the questions that I've been pondering for a while is what does a party DJ really do besides plug in their laptop and let everyone listen to it. I mean, do they do anything else? Everything Isn't everything pre-programmed and they just kind of click a button on their laptop and their laptop entertains everybody? Yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand what DJs get paid for. I don't either. k Polk. k Oh, here comes your ad. Here, watch this ad first. We'll see if it still goes after I took the ad. Ladies and gentlemen, K-Polk is still here. Yes, if you ever wanted to listen to music in 2-4, here you go. Bill? 1-2-1-2-1-2-1-2-1-2-1-2-1-2. We give you this with love, Bill. Enjoy. <laughs> From the great beyond. Now i got to figure out how to get that shit off my phone. Yes, okay. you realize you're going to have to swab out the speaker now, because that polka stuff sticks. Yeah, yeah, you know... Th- go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells.
Hey, where'd everybody go? Where are the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 